This has been awesome, guys. I'll just throw that little personal note in there. I really enjoyed uh, recording all these <laughs> sessions with you both. So, Sparrow, Frank, thank you, guys. Thank Two you. songs left. Thank you. Um, again, uh, featherandfurmusic.com. Sparrow Wren, Frank Murray. Um, album release uh, coming up February 13th and 14th with two full band shows um, at Music Millennium and the Blue Diamond. They're on all the social media platforms, so please uh, get out there, listen to the music, support them. And uh, this incredible team that they have, have mm. sounds like you guys were lucky mm. enough to, to have, be surrounded by a, a bunch of amazing musicians and yeah. engineers, and mm. you had a lot of help, and everything came together. This is awesome. Uh, the next song... How did I end up with you? Um, sounds like this was um, an idea that Frank had. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so th this one, I know this little melody thing was just haunting me all day, one day, and at the gym, everywhere I went. And uh, so I, I went home, grabbed a guitar, and, and just started banging out. And it was, it's kind of based on kind of droned open strings and, and a quick... I. I just felt this, uh, you know, um, I was trying to think of something up tempo for, okay. you know, our mix of songs and, you know, just, uh, something a little different and, uh, um, you know, this kind of, uh, it's almost kind of a train beat type of, oh, you know, got it. just, um, anyway, that, that just kind of kept going and all of a sudden I, I had, uh, had a chord progression, a little melody idea, and then, uh, and then, uh, the, as far as the melody, it was like that hook. Like, how did I end up with you? I, I, I don't know why uh, that those words just kept coming out <laughs> in my brain. And, okay. And so we created the the song, you know, based. I I brought that to Sparrow and said, okay, we gotta come up with something to go with this somehow <laughs> and uh my concept of it you know was kind of you know more of a you know happy song and it was you know kind of uh and and it started kind of going another direction and then it always does with me <laughs> <laughs> so i think we compromised and it <laughs> well and... yeah this one like frank had such a strong idea on this one that you know that really it was you know me taking direction from him about where he wanted this to go and what he wanted it to be about um and it that was really really hard like he had such a strong idea and the song was so fully formed already in his head that trying to figure out like you What's know right going on in my head he, yeah like right, <laughs> down, right down to the length of the words he's like okay i don't want a lot of words but i want the words stretched out you know and not you know i want this many syllables and like th this was tough <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah you, you know what you know that just for for me vocally i uh if there's too many words you know just it's a little harder for me so when it, uh singing a, a melody if i can stretch the syllables out make it smoother and 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 certain consonants and vowels i think i sing better or worse than others okay and so i i try to try to work if i have a choice i try to work with that yeah because there is a thing for singing um <clears throat> if you i mean 
if you actually are being trained or something, I know like v- certain vowels, there, there's a way to, there's a way to speak them and there's a way to sing them and they're completely different, right? Yeah. So, so you're saying that some of them you're better at than others or? Yeah. Well, with my voice, some just sound better <laughs> than yeah. others. And, and so I, I try to be aware of that. Okay. Did doesn't, you both doesn't always work? Did you both sing on this one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, Primarily Frank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like she she sings the the harmonies in in the chorus. And oh, but you're so. the main singer on this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. You let him have a song. Oh, well, he, he has I'm more kidding. than one. Actually, I, I, I'm kidding. Actually, <laughs> actually, it's a pretty even divide. So yeah. we've got we've got two that are uh, duets, and we've got uh, two, and uh, including one of my very favorite songs um, that uh, have Frank as the lead, and then you know, and then you know some that are that's are awesome me. so yeah we divided things up pretty huh? you know pretty well it just kind of worked out that way yeah so uh, about a dog or a relationship with a pet but not what <laughs> does that explain that, mean? that frank because i had a hard time absorbing that <laughs> all right well so the premise is just you know people have like like you know, whatever their pet is. And sometimes it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> you know, it's yes. like, I love you, but God, you drive me crazy. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so, so how did I end up with you? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> there are moments you have where you're looking at your dog or your cat, like when your cat has just shredded your curtains or something. Yeah, like. You're like, exactly. how, did, how did I end up with you? Or ate your $4,000 leather couch. <laughs> It occurred to me at some point that this might have been a song about us. <laughs> like Frank saying, like, how did I end up with you? Oh that's a writing partner. That is funny, but I doubt that's it. <laughs> so you already had, well, you had the idea of the line, how did I end up with you, that for some reason was inspired, but because you had the melody and the chord progressions. Yeah, just those words, you know. I mean, this, this goes to any songwriter. I mean, you know, the Beatles are, you know, my all-time idols um uh you know they'll just they're place filler lyrics yeah Yeah. and you know you read stories about some famous songs you know what their their place filler lyrics were oh yeah and at first i thought that was just my place filler lyric but it just kind of kept going (laughs) (laughs) your scrambled eggs yeah yeah right Let's see. Um, then it must have went well. I don't know. Did, did it? Did you fit it in the two week window that you were trying to? Was it pretty? Because it sounds like you had most of what you wanted there. That, that one came together pretty quickly. I think. Yeah, we just uh, that was getting close to when we were getting ready to record. Yeah. So oh, was, was this one of the down to the wire? This was one of the last one or two songs that you came up with. Yeah. On this? Oh. Yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, I. Uh, as far as our, our, you know, we have little prep packages for each song. It was pretty organized, and, you know, we, we did uh, try to, you know, dot our I's, cross our T's, and, and all that kind of stuff. And and this one, we're just getting the lyrics done. And so that was, uh, you know, just fine-tuning that aspect. And, and really, uh, even the bridge came together at the last minute now that i think about it yeah. And, really yeah which is a pretty cool bridge i think it just kind of has a you know so yeah. this when this moment happened to you you said you think you maybe were at the gym with the music and the and the the words um 
this concept I, idea came to you while you were in the process of working with Sparrow. This wasn't something you'd had in your... No, no. I mean, the, most of the ideas I have have, have been re, uh, for, for this project have, you know, come along as we've been working on oh, it. Oh, okay. I, I, I haven't really dug into my bag of tricks because I don't know where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I got all these these little ideas and you know every once in a while i find them and, and um, it's a project um i will find them so this would have been the, the last or second to last track did you guys already have a goal as far as how many actual songs you wanted on this or did it just at some point feel like okay i think we got it well, i think we had a rough goal of, you know maybe eight getting eight songs mm -hmm. I mean, at first we we weren't planning on on like you know, going to the studio and doing the whole thing we did. We were just planning on recording some stuff with our equipment and, you know, feeling good about it. And then oh. things just kind of progressed. That might have been something we missed in the first other episodes. I don't remember this point coming up. You guys, I when you first got together to, to collaborate, you you didn't necessarily have the idea to put out a studio album. No. Maybe, maybe I, don't, I don't think we talked about that. Huh. Yeah, it morphed. It was, uh, I think, uh, I, it just kind of happened after, you know, Runaway for Riley um, was the one that um, that Frank, you know, put together. Um, yeah, we actually finished one song on my iPad. Yeah. Okay. And then that, that, was, that was the catalyst to go into the studio because that one song, I, we did talk about that. We talked about yeah. that, that it, yeah. was, it was tedious using, using the yeah, software I, on the tablet or the I, iPad. You know, I, I, I painted myself in a corner with that one because, yes. I, you know, doing 32 tracks, and, and 30, it doesn't mean 32 tracks of instrumentation. It's just little bits and pieces that I had right. in a regular, uh, like Pro Tools or something. It, it's not as tedious. It, it, there, there's a lot of uh, automation and, and, and simple ways to do stuff. But in the iPad, it's uh, in GarageBand. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's tedious on an iPad. Very, yeah, and all, all the above. So, But yeah, it, live and learn right but initially this partnership this collaboration was hey let's get together and write some songs but then uh, after you get through a few at some point you guys decide hey let's actually put out let's go to the studio and put out an album let's let's do it right yeah i mean initially my my thinking in reaching out to frank initially was because uh february of 2022 i bought myself a valentine's gift so it's kind of ironic that this is coming out on valentine's was that Day, planned right? Um, no, That's, no, not at all. It's so serendipitous. It is, extremely. <laughs> so for Valentine's Day in 22, I bought myself a Tascam 12, which is a, an analog um, processor, mm -hmm. and, you know, some KLR speakers and a couple of nice mics, condenser mics, and uh, all of this stuff was supposed to be... <clears throat> um, easy to use and it wasn't <laughs> I, yeah. I have all the same stuff yeah. okay during covid i it's like okay i'm doing my home studio thing exactly. and, and uh you know it's all great on paper but there's a learning curve oh my gosh so yeah for a year i just shamed myself you know i was thinking like okay if billy eilish and phineas phineas eilish can do this in their bedroom and come out with studio quality stuff why can't i absolutely. right absolutely and uh, and so uh, it, after a year of you know 
trying and failing and shaming myself for, you know, I own this stuff and I'm not using it, you know, reaching out to Frank, I thought, well, you know, we'll be able to use the gear that we have and do, you know, good quality stuff. And it, it didn't take long to bounce, you know, beyond what, um, what the Tascam 12 was able to do into well, GarageBand. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Tascam 12 is, is that, I, this isn't an advertisement, of course. <laughs> they're not sponsoring you. <laughs> they're not sponsoring me. If they were, I, I would, you know, add more to it. <laughs> um, it it's a very powerful tool and because you can use it uh, at, actually as your controller in your, your your computer workstation like Pro Tools or something. So it's it's real like real knobs and things. So you're not using okay. the mouse and and that that's the learning curve. So it's very powerful. It you can do a lot with it. But how we're using it, it you know you can put an SD card in there and it's got um, ten usable tracks and tracks eleven twelve are are master bounce. So you can take all ten and then and do a stereo mix into channel uh, eleven and twelve. And wow. So, and then you can bounce. You can also bounce, uh, you know, those tracks onto others, like in the old, you know, four-track studio days, where okay. how how they used to uh, bounce tracks so they can get more instrumentation, that type of thing. But uh, you know, that's not what we were doing, and and it just turned out for me. Uh, we 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 recorded on the on the task cam at first okay and we got tracks and and we had we were over at nolan's johnson's place and 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 he was being our engineer with the task cam and so we get all those tracks and be on the sd card but uh mixing it and doing all that stuff on the actual task cam yeah, very cumbersome okay. so i okay i'm going to put this in my iPad and GarageBand, because then I can visually see the wave files and, and yeah. move things, cut and paste, fixed, and so that's how that all started. And it's like, okay, I can be working on the uh, iPad and sitting on my couch and right. and and you know, in the comfort of home, and you know, then all of a sudden, you know, it's four in the morning. <laughs> it's yeah. just a little a little too easy, but I I could take a bass, and I have little interface that plugs you know oh yeah into it so i i plug a bass in i got a portable keyboard i can plug in that and my little drum machines they have onboard drum machines so you know on in in living room or my studio or wherever you know i could could do all that stuff and then vocals just uh you know we bring the ipad over there we set up the interface and and we had you know uh uh, Fort Feather and Fur down in the basement, the uh, with the pipe and drape, and that was a vocal booth slash everything booth, mm-hmm. and and so um, uh, we sang a lot of vocals in there and and did it that way, and and uh, we were just at that point going directly into the iPad with the interface, okay, and you know for for demo purposes they they turned out pretty good mm-hmm. so so you yeah. were both working with this Tascam 12 for the first time both of you had one i i had worked with it at home uh-huh. i got mad at it so <laughs> it was in time out for okay. quite a long time and, and then i i gave it a new you know <laughs> you brought it out of the penalty box <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. uh you know it, it has its 
issues, but uh, I just I have so many gadgets, and you can only spend so much time learning each one because every one of them has their similarities, yet they're unique. Yeah. For that specific product, and you know, he only have some so much time to do that kind of thing, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're you're doing that, and not actually playing any music. So we just gotta pick our battles. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it ended up, you know, initially we were thinking, well, we'll give each song a week to write and a week to record, mm-hmm. and you know, we found out pretty quickly that the recording <laughs> process, you know. Um, and it may have something to do with that lack of scarcity, right? Because, you know, that stuff is like kind of limitless, right? So that recording process ended up taking um, so much more time than the writing process. And, and you know, we were going to get bogged down in that. And then I am not techie. Frank is, you know, much techier than I am. And so I, you know, I'm not the best partner when it comes to um, to that kind of thing. Even our, our iPads wouldn't communicate. So when you mean the recording process took longer than you thought, you're just talking about recording demos, not yeah. even the actual studio time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That, that time we put into our recording process really it all helped yes. when we went to the studio because we, we actually were organized. So we spent like a lot of time uh, uh, on, on phrasing and mm-hmm. harmonies and that kind of stuff, which can cost you a fortune in the studio yeah. if you don't have right. that. So that, that was kind of some of the hidden things in the recording process that uh, – we had to address. Agree, and, yeah. yeah. Right, right. And uh, because we're using uh, studio musicians, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, looking at how a lot of bands record, it's a band, you know, that's going in and they have a label behind them, you know, that's paying for, you know, the studio <clears> and <throat> all the musicians are, you know, working together to develop things, you know, and that wasn't our case, right? We had studio musicians and, you know, we were paying for the studio time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we needed to have, that was our... Inf- forced uh, scarcity right a scarcity yeah. of resources scarcity of time with the studio musicians but uh frank uh, said really appropriately you know it was like our wrecking crew like they were just such high level wonderful musicians that um you know uh between you know the the demos being you know really fleshed out you know so everybody kind of knew what direction and the skill level that the musicians had you know it moved things along much much so actually getting to the studio um was a lot more efficient because you guys had put in the work before yeah you came to the studio with basically finished products you just wanted to do it on in an actual studio to get the best sound yes cool anything else on this one Oh, no, I'm just that, you know, this one, uh, you know, was in Frank's head to mm-hmm. such a, a high degree that, you know, um, trying to, you know, uh, figure out, you know, what's in that head. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> what I could do that would match what was in his head was like one of the mo- more challenging situations for me. Yeah. That's challenging for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> But I bet it's very interesting to, to get into Frank's head. <laughs> a wonderful experience, I bet. Yeah, it's, it's scary place. A lot of, lot of uh, you know, nutshells. And... <laughs> well, you got to keep a lot of nuts around for the squirrels. Yeah. So 